This is the Christian Without Religion Network, and I'm your host, Larry, bringing you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, with the help of God. It is a Thursday edition, so we'll continue answering great questions that have been sent in. Actually, it's part two of what we started last night. The question was, who did Jesus pay when he died on the cross? If you're somewhere you can get a Bible out, we're going to be in Hebrews again. We'll be in uh, chapters uh, eight and nine tonight as I answer that great question. Because uh, with the live Bible study, we were talking about salvation on uh, Tuesday, of course. And then uh, Wednesday's uh, podcast uh, yesterday, we uh, got into uh, that topic of how, who did Jesus pay? And tonight we'll finish that. And that's a great question because people have questions. And there's twofold parts to that. One being, uh, well, if Jesus is God, who did he pay? So we'll talk about the Trinity a little bit. We'll talk about why Jesus had to pay something for sin and answer that question. If you've got questions you'd like to send in about the Bible, something you hear here at Bible study or at church last Sunday, or you need some life coaching, some New Covenant Biblical Life Coaching, you can get a hold of us. You can email directly Manning the number one at gmail.com. You can uh, tap the button wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a 60-second voice message. And uh, you could tweet at the CWR Network or leave us a message on our Facebook page at Christian Without Religion. Love to be of help to you in any way we can. Tell all your friends and family to get on board the grace train. When grace moves in, religion moves out. And we want to be your healthy grace addiction here and a little dose of grace in a sick and dying world. Make us your digital fellowship of grace here at Christian Without Religion. We're going to start off with some headlines from the Good News Network. And then we'll get into finishing the answer of the question, who did Jesus pay when he died on the cross? I want to remind you, that, as always, we are coming to you from the CMI Coaching Mission International Studios. CMI is serving global missions by coaching mission leaders to greater effectiveness, uh, mature character, and multiplication of services, and the fulfillment of their call. If you'd like information, you can go to coachingmission.com. CMI is equipping leaders to impact nation. That's coachingmission.com here at the CMI Coaching Mission International Studios. It's Thursday. Let's get some good news. There's a lot of stuff. We did a lot of remembering uh, uh, this week because yesterday was 9-11. So let's give you some positive stuff. If you were to go over to goodnewsnetwork.org, you would find stories like this. For three hours, firefighters carried a park ranger's gurney through a forest so he could be in nature one last time. Great story there. You've got a conductor showing a love to a young train enthusiast. You could tap and go follow that story. you got the story of a Philippine village simultaneously cleaning up its streets and feeding hungry by trading plastic for free rice. It's a cool idea. Little boy, hundreds of strangers rally one morning to grant a four-year-old cancer survivor's birthday wish. He wanted 100 bumblebees. Watch him come out the door and enjoy. You can see joyous reactions of restaurant workers. A man tipped them thousands of dollars for water. Now, see, this is good news. We got enough of the negative out there. Read the good stuff. Engineers have just finished drilling the first geothermal energy well in the UK, and it's the deepest in the world. You might have heard this on the news or on sports news, but after a University of Tennessee started selling a bullied boy's homemade t-shirt design, 16,000 buyers crashed their website. Good for them. Good for him. There's a video of a toddler and pals running to hug each other on the street. Might be the coolest thing you're going to see all week. That can all be found at thegoodnewsnetwork.org. Thegoodnewsnetwork.org. Here's one last one. Cruise passengers are turning their trip into a humanitarian mission by helping the crew prepare meals for hurricane victims. 
Good News at goodnewsnetwork.org, goodnewsnetwork.org. Hey, I want to give you an update, uh, by the way, before we get back into answering questions. Uh, we had several prayer requests that we've shared on the live Bible study, and Sophie, my friend, is one of them. And her mom did uh, pass away. She was in a hospice this week. She passed away. So keep uh, Sophie's family in your thoughts and in your prayers as they uh, mourn and as they're sad at the uh, loss of uh, their mother, Sophie. Now, if you've got prayer requests, what's prayed here stays here, or if you want us to share it across the network with or without your name or any details, please let us know. Get a hold of us one of those ways that I told you about. We'd love to pray with you and for you and, and uh, be excited about things with you. Well, I hope you got your Bible open. We're going to answer, uh, finish answering the question, who did Jesus pay when he died on the cross? And it kind of stemmed from Bible Study Tuesday and the Wednesday podcast and uh, the Monday podcast. So we're going to finish that up tonight. If you got your Bible, turn it over to Hebrews. Uh, I'm going to go very quickly and uh, kind of catch you up on 7, 8, and 9 of Hebrews. It inspired me, in fact, to uh, do a sermon series. I hope to start it this weekend. We'll put it on YouTube and then uh, broadcast it across all of our social media networks. So wherever you uh, catch us, it probably would not be on anchor.fm, but it'd be on all the others uh, that you can catch us uh, on our Facebook page or our personal social media pages, uh, YouTube and uh, Twitter and Facebook and the like. And uh, it's, uh, it's from Hebrews, the superior. Superiority of Jesus, and that'll be Hebrews 7, 8, 9, and 10 uh, that I've been working on all this week. Got really excited and have several messages, probably get us through the whole fall season. We're talking about the superiority of Jesus and trying to answer the question, why did uh, or who did Jesus pay when he died on the cross? We talked about animal sacrifices were required in the Old Covenant, and uh, the Bible tells us that uh, without shedding blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. So there's a clue to your answer there. From the very beginning, Jesus requ- or God required uh, blood to uh, atone for sins, and it was part of the Old Covenant and part of the uh, uh, Jewish tradition and religion. And you remember the story of the uh, the blood over the doorpost and uh, the death angel passing over the Jews who put the blood over the doorpost. In the same way, we escape death, spiritual death and separation from God if Jesus' blood uh, covers us and atones for us if you've been born again. But blood was always required. And we talked about uh, uh, comparing the Old Testament, uh, Old Covenant, and the Old Priesthood, Levitical Priesthood in chapter 7 to Jesus, who was the perfect and final uh, sacrifice and the final priest. And his priesthood never ends. His holiness and his perfection is proof of his superiority over the Levitical or the Old Testament Old Covenant priesthood. And... uh, Jesus' priesthood is in heaven. It's a sanctuary that never ends, it talks about in Hebrews 7 and 8. We get to Hebrews chapter 9. It talks about the tabernacle. Now, there are 50 chapters in the Old Testament talking about the tabernacle and all the rituals, including all the blood that's required and the sacrifice that was required to temporarily atone or cover for sin. There were daily sacrifices, uh, monthly and annual sacrifices that were all required as, uh, uh, according to the law. But then you get into uh, chapter 9, and let's start about verse 14. I'm going to open up my Bible. I hope you can open up yours if you're somewhere that you can follow along with us. If not, do that later. Don't crash in the car. We have a lot of people that like to listen on the way to or from work, so don't do that. But if you're somewhere, you get a Bible out, open it up, Hebrews chapter 9, get a piece of paper and pencil, read it, write it, hear it, see it. It'll help you to remember it. Hebrews 9 and 14 says, How much more will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. So comparing Jesus to the animal uh, sacrifices of the old covenant, Jesus' sacrifice is superior to the blood and the ashes of animals. The blood of Christ is uh, Jesus sacrificed. And that that word blood is used as a a substitutionary uh, word for death. 
He offered himself um, um, voluntarily. The animals didn't, but Jesus volunteered, and he was without blemish. Uh, and he was an acceptable sacrifice without blemish. They were dead works. Works are dead because the lost are dead in their transgressions and sin. Works are worthless, folks, and unproductive because they end in death. We are not saved by our works. We're saved by the grace of God. Uh, and we uh, cannot uh, earn our way to heaven, nor can we keep ourselves. And it says right here, uh, Jesus' sacrifice without blemish cleanses our conscience from dead works or manly works to serve a living God. We call this ministry Christian without religion. Religion is worthless. What God wants is relationship with you, and he provided that. That's one of the other results of the death of Jesus. Uh, Verse 15, for this reason, he, Jesus, is the mediator of a new covenant, so that since a death has taken place for the redemption of the transgressions that were committed under the first covenant, those who have been called may receive the promise of the eternal eternal inheritance. Uh, Death, the uh, Abrahamic covenant, Actually, there were five uh, different animals sacrificed when uh, Abraham had a, uh, made a covenant with God, God with Abraham. In the Moses covenant, there were animal sacrifices. Those are in Genesis and in Exodus. But now we have one final forever mediator of a new covenant, and it's taken the place, and that is Jesus. And what does it provide for us? Redemption. Redemption. That's our word of the day. If you want to write it down on your piece of paper, redemption. Redemption here means the release of, of slaves by paying a ransom. The release of slaves by paying a ransom. So Jesus redeemed us. We were, the Bible says, slaves to sin. But because of his death, we have been released from that. In him, in Jesus, we have redemption. That's a release. The forgiveness of sins. We've been released from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is death, but the gift of God is life. Awesome verses from uh, Romans. The penalty of sin is death, but the gift of God is life. We've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. That lamb is Jesus. Who did Jesus pay? Well, he had to pay the penalty for all the world's sin. Now, that gets us into the Trinity a bit. You know, people say, well, Jesus is God. How, you know, who was he paying? Well, we have a podcast that was uh, done not long ago, a few weeks ago. You can look it up in our archives there if you're at anchor.fm slash Christian Without Religion. And we talked about the Trinity a bit. I'll, I'll do it very quickly. It's, it's very hard to understand. I don't think we'll completely get it until we get to heaven. Uh, but God is in three persons or three manifestations or in three expressions. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You see that all the way through the Bible. In Genesis, the very beginning, he said, let us make man in our image. Uh, in John 1, in the New Testament, speaking of Jesus, it said uh, in the beginning was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we know that God has multiple expressions or personalities or manifestations to us. The best example I can think of, there are several out there. People talk about apples or eggs. I like water, H2O. If I were to ask you what H2O is, you might say it's water. And I could say, well, that's true and false. Yes, H2O is water, but it could also be steam or it could be ice. They're all three H2O, but different manifestations of H2O. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all God, but different manifestations and different roles of God. So Jesus was paying the penalty required because of sin that started in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, because God is a holy God, absolutely perfect and holy, but he's also just. So there was a payment required, and the only payment that could take away sins forever is a perfect, complete, and whole blood of 
Jesus himself. He left heaven, emptied himself of heaven, put on the earth suit, became one of us, lived a perfect life, and died on the cross so that our sins are not atoned for or covered like the Old Testament and the animal sacrifices, but they've been in fact taken away, the Bible says. This new covenant is better than the old, it says here in Hebrews. We have an eternal inheritance, it says in Hebrews. And um, it, we, we, everything is better. And that's the whole point of uh, Hebrews and Hebrews 7, 8, 9, and 10 that I'll do the uh, series uh, on. talks about the shedding of blood and the covenant ratification process. And uh, it, it, I hope you'll tune in. I hope to start putting them out on the weekend. I want to forward over to verse 22 in uh, chapter 9 because I referred to it earlier in answering this question, uh, who did Jesus pay? And it says, according to the law, one may say that all things are cleansed with blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. There must be a shedding. Blood is required for forgiveness. So if you and I want to have forgiveness with God, we need the blood of Jesus. That's why I quoted Ephesians. In him, in Jesus, we have redemption. We've been bought back. We've been set free. In Jesus, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. If you want forgiveness, it's in the person of Jesus. If you want to be uh, free from the uh, slavery to sin, it's in the person of Jesus. If you want to know you're going to heaven, eternal life, it's in the person of Jesus. So the answer to the question, why did or who did Jesus pay? He paid his father and he paid the price required by an absolutely perfect, holy, and just God. And uh, he paid his father. But yes, there's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as part of that triune trinity, uh, Jesus is the only one who's emptied himself and come here. There'll be three advents or three appearings of Jesus. One, when he came 2,000 years ago, put on the earth suit, and walked around as a flesh and blood. We know him as Yeshua, Yeshua. Uh, there'll be uh, right now, the second appearing is he's interceding for us on the behalf of God, or excuse me, on our behalf to God. He's our intercessor uh, on the throne, seated at the right hand of God. And there'll be the second advent when he returns to take all of his family home. Uh, and so Jesus paid God and uh, paid the uh, required penalty for sin. An absolutely just and holy God can't just uh, blow off sin and say, don't worry about it. You can't do that. We don't do that in our society. How can an absolutely perfect and whole and just God? Blood was required. Jesus paid it. So now, if you choose to receive Jesus and put your full faith and trust in him, you can have redemption, forgiveness of sins, and eternal life. Jesus was paying the price uh, that we owed. That's the title of today. He paid a price he didn't owe because we owed a price we could never repay. That's the good news of the gospel. If you want to know peace, power, and purpose, know you're going to heaven. Know you'll never be alone in this life. Whatever you're going through, it's in the person of Jesus. If you've not accepted him, I pray today you'll put your full faith and trust in his death, burial, and resurrection on your behalf. You'll be born again from the above, of above, as the Bible says, and you'll have spiritual life and you'll have eternal life because Jesus paid it all and all to him we owe. Sin left that crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. He paid a debt he did not owe because we owe a debt that we could not repay. I hope that's helpful in answering your question. A great question that was sent in Monday or Tuesday. And I uh, hope that's helpful as you dig into Hebrews chapter 7, 8, and 9. This weekend, uh, look for a new uh, release. I'll start a new sermon series. May try to uh, get our YouTube uh, channel activated. If not, we'll uh, repeat some of our podcasts and be back live on Monday. Do not forget, Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m., we're live video Bible study. You can join us at the digital 
kitchen table. Re, uh, send your questions or comments in. We have lots of people, usually 20 or 30, that are actually live that 20 or 30 minutes. But six, seven, eight hundred usually through the week, sometimes up into the 1,500 or 2,000 for the week. But uh, that's awesome. Let people know about it so they can grow in grace and knowledge. See, we're all about the forever forgiveness and sustaining grace of Jesus here, and people need that. They don't need to be bogged down with religion. They want to know how they can have relationship with God, and that's what we're about here is putting that out there and pushing people to uh, go hang out with Jesus, which is my ending every night. You know what it is. It's Thursday night. I hope you'll join us this weekend. If you need anything, get a hold of us, Larry W. Manning, the number one at gmail.com. You could also uh, message us on our Facebook page or tap the button wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a 60-second voice message. Keep Sophie's family in your prayers, and until we meet again, go hang out with Jesus.